What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. No, mic, no, this mic is strong as fuck. It's one of those okay. mics that, like, I can hear all of outside. Like, through the mic, you can hear, like, everything. Yeah. I got this one from Best Buy. And then this is a funny story. They asked me if I wanted to apply for a Best Buy credit card. Yeah. To make the purchase cheaper or something. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. Yeah, sure. And then I get a letter in the mail saying that I was declined for the Best Buy credit card, dog. So Damn, how broke are you? <laughs> dog, this credit shit. Listen, I'm already like black in America. The system's gonna fuck me. Let me at least like right, right. and I'm not broke. I'm just credit broke. So apparently I don't exist <laughs> credit wise, but you know, it ain't it, I have some financial security, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. I was on Instagram and I'm looking at that woman eating big sandwiches again. Son, I never need to see that again. It was, too, it was, oh man, like it's like it's one of those things you think you want to see and then you see it and it's like, yeah, exactly. at least the niggas at the hot dog eating contests, like at least they the chew same. the shit. At least it's they not, chew the shit. So I'm less concerned. She's just swallowing shit. these shits whole. Like, bro, what do you like? I remember man. one time. I remember one time I was watching the show, The Guinness Book of World Records, the first episode, right? It was the very first episode. And it was back in the day when it'd be like, all right, we're going to actually have people break records on TV, right? So it's not recording now, actually. So let's uh, talk because I'm because this is actually very funny. So uh, what happened? So basically, they're recording this shit. And this one guy, like the first record they broke on TV, I think it was this one guy who like, wanted to balance, I think, a thousand uh gla a thousand glasses on his chin because it is like, that's what he did like he's broke records and the second guy was like this german dude who wanted to break the record for most sausages swallowed in a minute if i had to pick one to try to break it's definitely the the sausage one just because, like, you're balancing glasses on your chin, and like, what if the glasses fall? That's your face. That's the oh, first no, they, no, they, 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 they did fall, but like, he was like, but he was, but he was trained. He was trained. Like this dude, like, no, this guy was like crazy. Like, it's one of those people that you know how sometimes white America feels insecure about the fact that they're like, there's not that many white athletes anymore, so they try to find white talent in any way they can. <laughs> like, oh, it's, we have, this is some we have yacht races. I said, no one wants to fucking watch that or lacrosse, nigga. Just admit that this isn't your this isn't your wheelhouse, dog. Play the ukulele. Now I'm that. thinking of now I'm thinking of what is a specifically white talent? What's something that like only white people be doing? Wait, hold up. Those videos of like white people who just like free climb, like yeah. just tall ass things. That's definitely a white exactly. Talent. Like watch me call that watch me climb shit. Or like skydiving, like watch me, watch me fall. Yeah. Well, let me just be on this high ass cliff and just like hang on the side of it. Yeah. And just it act like it, nothing's act like I'm not like ten thousand feet in the air or however high these people are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like they take everything about regular sports and make it into like put yourself by by your own bootstraps. Like they take all the regular sports and it's like nah, I gotta struggle. I have it, it has to be it has to be death defying every single time it's it's always death defying like even like let's just like oh this this mountain climbing shit skydiving fucking parkour 
I mean, okay, I guarantee you, no white man invented parkour, but they like white, white people. Are good. They're they're good at it. They're good at it. white people are very good at parkour. Like you gotta, we gotta, you gotta admit some people just like you gotta admit that there's some things white people are just good at. Yeah, and, white and people you, don't seem to be scared of heights. Not that from like what I've seen online. Meanwhile, I was at the freaking uh, tiny cupboard for the first time. And to that climb that is, staircase to that get staircase, to the roof. Yeah, it's like, first of all, um, those, like, you have to walk up all those stairs. You have to walk up the side. If you don't know, tiny staircase, the tiny cupboard is a comedy rooftop. You got to climb up mad stairs. And you got to climb up some, you have to climb up the fire escape. And it's just not, like, also, that. I got scared doing that. So yeah. white people are different, bro. If you're yeah. just doing all this climbing high, also, just things and just filming yourself doing it. That's nuts to me. Doing that show made me realize that I need to leave Bushwick within like the next year. I can't be here much longer. Oh wait, why, 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 why? Because it's like, because these niggas is dirty as fuck. Like I was, I did the show right, and doing the show, my mouth is hella dry. Like, oh, we're not selling. Any, like, yeah, can I get like buy like alcohol or water or something? Like, oh, sorry, nothing's for sale up here. But if you, you if you want, you can go downstairs. There's a bathroom with a faucet. I mean, and I was like, and I was like. That is an option. People been dry washing their COVID hands in that faucet the whole night. Here, have some COVID water, possibly. It's still water, though. I'm not drinking fucking tap water out of a bathroom faucet. (laughs) It's definitely like a BYOB situation. It is BYOB. It's having your own water. Bring your own water? Because I was like, oh, I'd like, could I just, I would have gone all the way down. Because there's a bodega right next door. The dude could have said, yo, we don't have any water, but there's a bodega next door. He was just like, oh, you can drink out of the tap. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? And I was like, dog, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't be, I can't be this dirt. Like it's, it's so dirty out here. I mean, it would be hard getting a bunch of water up that fire escape though. I imagine. Yeah, but you, but, you can get, but white people are good at, at heights and shit. You could probably figure oh, it yeah. out a system. <laughs> Just grab what? any old white person and be like, hey, help me carry this. Yeah. Oh, then at the end of the show, they were just like, hey, uh, guys, take the fire escape. Somebody took a huge shit in that bathroom. I mean, you and know. they're like, yeah, it's one of those shits that, one of those shits that gets into your mask and everything. I'm just like, oh. and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, like I brought a date to this. And wait, people- well, wait, you brought a, a date to a show you were on. Is This is not a first date. It was a first date, yeah. Oh shit! Okay. Sometimes we be working out, but still, it was just like, wow. Well, but I think I think no. My so my issue with Bushwick is that people are so comfortable being dirty, like so fine with being just like dirty. And I'm like, bro, we just got out of we just got out of a national. We're in a national pandemic. Now more than Man. ever, we should be clean. Like Nick, you had a good point earlier. We're just like, yo, fuck it, it's COVID. Why don't you out of a faucet? Everyone's washing their hands. There's COVID in that bathroom. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if it's a pandemic or not like i've recently seen white people with masks on so covid compliant but they're like picking up they're walking their dogs and they're picking up the dog shit but then they have like sandals on and they're just like your open toes are right next to the dog shit that you're picking up like bro like it doesn't matter if it's covid or not people are gonna find ways to be dirty I'm i know gonna... but i feel like have you become cleaner because of covid i've definitely like this year is the longest I've gone without touching my face as much as I used to pre-pandemic or like biting my nails or like picking yeah. my nose and stuff. Just like yeah, regular yeah. face touching stuff, you know. Nick, have you gotten cleaner since COVID? Nah, I'm a piece of shit. 
<laughs> like I'm actually counting in my head to 20 every time I wash my hands like a psychopath. Like I'm committed. Yeah, I've been like I've been using a loofah. That's like that's, that's my upgrade. I've been using I've been using a loofah and I have like a whole skincare regimen. But I don't know if it's because of COVID or just because like I am very susceptible to Instagram ads. Like Instagram ads got me, dog. What was the ad that got you to get the loofah? How did they know. How did they get your attention? Because first, because no, first of all, because like, I'm watching these ads. Well, this is one skincare ad, and this nigga's skin was fucking radiant, and I was just like, "What am I doing?" And I was just decided so to just scrub. I was like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna scrub shit." Then I then I saw like the skincare the Lumen shit, so I started using Lumen. Um, and then like, but the ads are getting more and more flat. They're getting flagrant. Like I don't know if I mentioned this before, but it's just like I got an ad for like chin implants. <laughs> in the world dude you have like a beautiful beard and these niggas yeah. are like nah but you need, you like, need more chin you, though you, yeah you need, you need more chin you can put your chin up like, you're still not perfect nigga you're still that's not perfect that's, great you're, beard. You're, you're, that's that's yeah that, that's the thing it's like, you're not perfect you know you're not perfect right. like hey I imagine what the, imagine what the right chin with that beard would do i remember uber uber had this thing that they used to do where it was like uh they would, um, if you were driving for them, they would send you texts from time to time being like, hey, you made this much money, but you know, if you drove Uber Black, you would make this much more money. And what they, do, what they would do is like, also, hey, you're, I see you're driving, you're buying a car. And some states, like, you're, you're driving, you probably need a new car, huh? Well, if you go to these dealerships, you can get a, you can get like a better deal because you work for Uber. But then what was happening is people were going to these dealerships. They were getting these cars. These cars had these loans on them, which are fucking crazy. And they were so pre- they're so predatory. And what happened is that you couldn't, like, there was no way you could le- you could actively drive and pay off your car in a certain amount of time. Because if you drove that many hours, it would be like, wait, you've driven too many hours this week. You have to calm down. So they, like, kind of, they kind of kept you in this, they kind of kept you at this pace. And I'm just thinking about how, to, like, Instagram ads has used that same format of like, hey, you're getting all these likes, but you would get more if you had this. Yo, I hate how just it's social media, but like America and social media is all like, you know, it's they're like this. It's just constantly like the upselling. Like no one can ever just be content with what they currently have. Nope. It's always somebody or something or just society trying to be like, hey, you, you think you're doing good? No, you're not doing good enough. It's like it's just that constant little neg they're constantly exactly. just it's nagging getting, you getting, to like get you this. to lower your guard slightly so that you'll think to yourself oh maybe i do need so and so maybe i do need chin implants maybe i do need a loofah or whatever instagram or twitter yeah, or this, facebook maybe is I trying do to need like to get my eyebrows algorithmically sell you wait say it again maybe i do need to get my eyebrows microbladed i saw that like microbladed for guys and i was just like come on but this isn't but yo this isn't a fucking podcast about society (laughs) this isn't a podcast about white people this isn't a podcast about this is a podcast about music because this is tawanda's live request hey everybody welcome sorry we got caught off guard uh it's been a minute since i've actually recorded with the microphone so i'm very just happy to hear my own voice again. I'm here with my co-host Nick. What's up, Nick? What's up, man? Yep, and my producer Uche is here. What's going on, Uche? What's good? What's good? Yeah, and we got the we got my homie, good dude, 
out of Brooklyn. Give it up for Otto Fernandez in the building. Yeah. I'm just yearning for up, myself. That's good. <laughs> you're, you're, wait, wait, give me a second. I'm going to take my uh, sweatshirt off because I noticed Tawanda's Gucci main shirt. I want to show y'all something. Hold up. Hold oh, up. shit. What's going to happen? It's about to be. Is this the first uh, TLR uh, Only wardrobe change? <laughs> Okay, there you go. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. The <laughs> Let's just go. The I didn't even wear the shirt for the podcast. I just like wearing the shirt. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is like, yeah, this is the time to bust it out. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Fucking let's do it. This is what I'm talking about. This is the music right. advice show where we talk about music and shit. We give out life advice when it comes to the music. So Otto, I want to ask you, dog, you've heard some episodes before in the past. What's your favorite song now or ever? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with the now. Ever's going to take me a minute, but yeah, we'll I re-listened to this song right before jumping into the Zoom room. Because I was like, had to like really convince myself, like, is does this song bang? And it does. And I'll explain why in a minute. But the song that I really, really like right now is this, that one. And I wrote this shit like Thugnificent in that episode of the Boondocks where he goes broke and he just wrote down all the names of the rappers he didn't really know. But I really don't know none of these niggas. I just yeah. know they're all from Michigan. But yeah, the song is called This, That One, Lil Yachty featuring... Crispy Life Kid, V's, Slap Savage, YNJ, and Louis Ray. And that song goes fucking crazy. Right. It's a posse cut. And let's play that shit. Play that shit right now, dog. I don't know how Lil Yachty is saying it's so like relevant. Like Lil Yachty, real talk. Like I, like I don't know. Like I remember when he first came out, everyone was furious. Because Lil Yachty, for a lot of people, and I guess to a certain extent, it's still true. Lil Yachty was the epitome of mumble rap, and yeah. just people at the time when mumble rap first became a thing, he became the poster child of oh, this that shit that I hate about rap now. Oh yeah, he was like he was that gener he was that generation's like soldier boy. Because mm -hmm. it was just like, who's this young guy? And he's like, they gave him a beat to free freestyle over music. I don't want to. They know it was ever it's him with Uzi Vert. Ever it was that double XL freestyle that everybody fucking hated. Everyone was like, oh my god, rap is doing this. This kid with his red hair and his fucking rainbow grill calls himself king of the teens. That's one of my favorite double XL freestyles though. With yeah. the one with him, uh, Yachty, Twenty One, yeah, Kodak, uh, Denzel. Yeah, that was good. Uzi's in there too. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But like, the funny thing about Yachty is he went from being a mumble rapper. He's like, this, he's like, oh, went from being a mumble rapper, come from mumble rapper to now like, he's doing like a he did a he did a Michigan themed fucking mixtape. Yeah, Michigan uh, boat boy or no Michigan boy boat is yeah, the name. Yeah, and of it's the, like Michigan and yeah. talk about mumble rappers. Michigan has every rapper from Michigan raps you can hear every single syllable of every word they've ever fucking said yeah and i think that's part of why yadi has stayed relevant because he actually pays attention to what's going on in rap and he actually tries to like get in touch with people from different regions and actually trying to build relationships with them because yeah. this is not my first time listening to a yadi project i listened to Lil boat when it dropped yeah. in 2017 i want to say listening to this it really does feel like a collab album between 
Yachty and the entire state of Michigan. Cause he has so, this isn't not just on this song, but like there's Michigan rappers on almost every song. I think Yachty only has two songs by himself on this project, I'm yeah, sure. He got, he, you know, he rocks, he rocks Michigan rappers. I remember like he had a couple songs with Sada Baby. And I remember when I first saw that collab and I was like, wait, what? And like, I listened to it. I was like, oh, you guys fucking like, I feel like Michigan taught him how to talk. Like this how to sell you enunciate, bro. Yeah, and also with Yachty, I'm still not the biggest fan of his voice when he's rapping. <laughs> I like what he's saying, but his voice, I'm like, okay, you're really making it hard for me to fuck with you, even though I do enjoy what you're saying, but I just don't like your voice all the time. And that's his just voice still kind of sucks. But his his talking voice sounds like how Giveon sounds. It's like, ever, ever since Tawanda pointed out his voice is weird, I was like, "Oh man!" Give me on now. Give me voice is weird as shit. I can't listen to his. Yeah, give me on sounds. Give, give me on sounds like he's trying to chase Scooby Doo. That that's funny as fuck. Oh shit! What's happening? Oh my god! Who's that? But, freaking, oh, oh my god! Oh, we got we got jinkies. We gotta leave. <laughs> But that being said, though, Yachty does sound good when he's rapping with people he actually likes rapping with, which is yeah. why this, that one, like the first time I listened to the album, this, that one is like the album closer. It's the final track. Dog, I shot up out my seat. I was dancing to this shit and I'm dancing to it and I hurt my shoulder. I hurt my shoulder dancing to a little Yachty song, which says a couple of things about me. And I'm not sure I like what those things are, but basically it's like, yeah, I'm still in touch with what's like hip <laughs> in music. And also, am I getting old? Am I gonna die someday? Like, yeah. what the fuck? I've never hurt my shoulder dancing before. Oh, yeah, I didn't even you're dislocate. You hurt your body in, in weird ways, bro. I literally but, just, eh, and then I heard, it was like a little pain. I'm like, oh. I, I Sometimes I see like older people dancing and I was like, there's no, like the movements that you're doing now, there's no time where that was a dance. But I think it's just that, like they were doing the dances that they used to do and they slowly broke down everything. So yeah. they can only do those little old people jerking movements. That's Basically, exactly. they're doing like the beginner steps of what their full dance they used to do. Right, right. They're in the general electric, direction. That's why the electric slide's been so popular for all these years. Because it's just like, you don't have to do too much. Right. The guy goes and, uh, like, it's just crazy yeah. whenever, like, you, in the club, you see a dude doing a two-step. And it's like, what did you used to do? Like, what, what moves did you do before you settled on this? I'm just going to do my two-step. Right. You had to have explored other options as yeah, far I mean, as dancing. Yeah, I mean, some people are just like, you know, I'm not, I'm just not gonna be the dancey ass nigga. Mm -hmm. Especially when like, I think, uh, as I live in Boston, it would suck. Cause like, I had friends that would dance a lot and you go to clubs and they would dance. And then white people, white people would just come out of nowhere and just watch. <laughs> that's, and that's one thing I refuse to, I will never, like that's something I can never do. Like I will not dance. Like you just can't dance for white people. I don't. Son, I, was at, I, don't... I, was at a, I was at a bar. It's like I'm chilling. I'm dancing. This girl starts dancing with me, and I see her boyfriend walk up, and he's like, "All right." He looks at me. He's like, "Yo, keep going." And I was just like, "I'm not gonna entertain you." Dog. They were looking for you to be their third, bro. That's the only way I can justify. No, 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 no. I know, no, no, no. Okay, the third conversations are different. Third conversations, they're trying. Like they act, they're actually, they're being too nice. That kind of sucks, and it's like, God damn. That, there's never... a period of time, the only time, the only time white people were nice to niggas was, they, when, was when they wanted to fuck them. And that kind of 20s and 30s and shit, like, hey, and even now, it's just like, hey, how's it going? 
Uh, we kind of like your vibe. You want like, like oh thanks. <laughs> we, we we hear them say we like, like oh Jesus Christ. And like we kind of like your vibe. You're black. We like that you're black. Uh, yeah, we like, we like yeah, that you're yeah. black, and uh, we have fantasies that I want to fulfill. And like, I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh this would be that that'd be funny as shit. That'd be so dope. But then there was a comic. There's a comic I saw at some open mic. It was at uh, what's the one that, that used to be like a at Pine Box? It was at Pine Box. Mm-hmm. It was comic kind of was talking about how he had like a threesome, how he did how he did that. And he was like, yeah, I felt like the biggest whore because when the minute like the minute that she came. And the minute that I came, they were like, all right, you can leave now. And they just like, I watched them like cuddle and lay and had to like get dressed. And I forget the comedian who made that joke, but I do remember hearing a bit like that. You know, yeah, I forget who it was. I forget I was who it was though. Yeah. And when, I, when he said that shit, I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I think I, you gotta stay away from those couples though. Cause some couples, I've seen it, I've seen it a few times. I've watched. Pretty much, I've seen, like, also I've seen in Boston, like, middle-aged white people just go to, like, black events, and they try to, like, have, like, I don't know. It's just, they have these fantasies they want to fill out. Fulfill. But then, it's like, you know, but I want, because we talk about what, we talk about white people so much, and I, I want to stop, because I, I make it more general. I noticed like, a lot of women say this, too, like, a lot of, like, they're, like, queer women are always just like, yeah, dudes just think, like, oh, I'm, you're queer, I can have a threesome. So they just have this, this whole fantasy in their head. And it's very clear what they're trying to do. Like, if you're going to go for that, you know, route of like, you know, actually like trying to like get a threesome going, like one, are you in peak physical condition? Because having sex with one person is a workout. Having sex with two at the same time, my nigga, come on now. You got to like be able to like, you can like walk the walk. You can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Like, really? Like, you're trying to like, I'm not threesomes, dog. You got to like, yeah, uh, the, 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 what I've learned is that if somebody's having, if somebody's good at threesomes, that means they're good at doing cocaine. <laughs> Wait, that means they're good at doing cocaine. You said, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what that's what my like, experience has taught me. That man, growing up in Boston, man, like you, you got white people stories for days. Bro. That's not that's we, not white. That's not that's not even that's not Boston. That's Brooklyn, bro. Oh, you're talking about Brooklyn? Right, right. We switched, but yeah, I moved on because like. Yeah, that's the thing that, that's the thing about Brooklyn that's so weird. It's like it's, just, it's so filthy, but like it's also like just so horny. Like yeah. we, just, we describe this dirt, like we describe this dirty ass. Yeah, you know, going like to Tiny Cover, which I like Tiny Cover, but still like those. Oh yeah, I had a good time. The time I was there, it was freezing cold it's on like, the rooftop. There, it's but... super foggy. I had fun, but it's just like oh god. Like, you can tell people are like we're gonna fuck later. It's like oh god. Hey man, listen. Once it's it's summer weather already, but once it's like summer, summer dog. I really don't know if I'm ever good. If I'm like, this is the summer you want to be outside for. I'm gonna say that just to see what the fuck crazy shit's gonna happen, and I'm Honestly, sure it's gonna I, be super crazy. Hopefully. I think it's gonna be anticlimactic as fuck. I think it's gonna because oh my god, my friend Rue told me this. She was like, because we were talking, and I just, it made me realize, I started laughing because it was just like. Yeah, everybody now is like, like, oh, it's gonna be the horniest summer ever because we've all been in the house by ourselves. Yeah, we've all been in the house by ourselves, jerking. We've all been jerking off by ourselves. So you know, ex- like we all like, you all come in like three minutes. So it's like, oh, we gonna have the horniest summer ever. And we're all gonna like what? Like we're gonna fuck for like five minutes, then stop, and then watch the same shows we've been watching on Netflix. We've been inside <laughs> by ourselves. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a face. No, it's gonna be th- it's gonna be three of y'all sitting in bed. Y'all came super early, and now you're gonna be watching Love After Lockup. 
And yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna repeat that process, but with multiple people. Yeah, but it's like, but it's, it's not gonna be like this. We're gonna have mind blowing. To, no, like you have to. Oh, right. To, to do that, you have to practice. And you actually have to like the person. Yeah, like because I remember watching Nine Day. You know, Lock the Lock Up. To bring, to bring it up again, this one woman was just like, because also those shows they be fetishizing the fuck out of these prisoners because obviously because they're these these are these are bad people. You find out in Love After Lockup, the, the real bad people are not the prisoners. It is the people who date the prisoners. But then also the prisoners, because sometimes the prison, they're in, they're in jail for fucked up shit. But anyway, this one woman was just like, yeah, he just got out of jail and we're going to have this really great night. And I'm so excited. And he's in the battle. Like, yeah, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And the next day <laughs> she was just like, yeah, so um, it was really short. And she was so disappointed. And I was like, like these like, dudes are in jail for years, years, and years. And years. I'm saying, like, what do you think he's putting up numbers? Like yeah, exactly. the, the amount of time they were in jail is not equate to the amount of sex y'all are gonna have. It's very much exactly. opposite. Like, yeah. Also, it's just like if he's out, if he's out here fucking that crazy, then he's probably he might have been fucking in jail. You never, you don't want it. Yeah. Like if so, you haven't been having sex in prison, and you're in there for years and years, and then you come out, like, yeah, it's like you're gonna have to do, you know. You're gonna have to do like the two step. You're gonna have to do like the simple shit that you remember doing exactly. when you first started having sex. You're not gonna yeah. do like the crazy acrobatic shit just yeah. off the but, Yeah, but then you want, but the thing that's crazy is like that woman too. And then a lot of these women that a lot of people, well, a lot of people in general who are on that show, they have these fantasies that they're gonna fuck this person that's so horny for them. And it's like, then they're gonna get married like super quick. And it's just, this person's been in jail for a very long time. And you're like, yeah. We're gonna have crazy sex and we get married the next day. Like I've seen women do it. Like one woman got out of jail and the dude proposed and they got married in the same day. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, so people will be rushing. But anyway, oh, we're, we're off topic again. You got God, you got you got name me some songs. I will just talk about reality trash. Okay, okay. One song that has been super present in my life during the pandemic and I do feel this is one of my favorite songs of all time. All time. If I had to do like a top five, top 10, this song would definitely be on it. Uh, Thong Song by Cisco. Really <laughs> Son, listen. I'm not going to talk. You're going to you're gonna have to sit here and explain to me why this episode should last longer. Imagine seven, eight. What the fuck? I'm going to let Nick have his laugh. No, yeah. no, no, talk. You got to explain this. You got to explain no, no. this. Because I'm serious, though. Listen. Yeah, man. okay. I can tell you're serious. But you're Imagine seven, eight-year-old Otto watching TV. It's either BT, Are we playing this MTV, song? or it's a public access channel or something. And then you just see ass for like three consecutive minutes. Not just ass, but Cisco just singing his heart out and you don't know who cisco is you just see a short black dude with like platinum blonde hair just singing his ass off about wanting to see this woman's song bro that's just the music so to you it might have well, it might well have been an anime like no, 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 no nick i don't keep talking this I shit was like a, this shit was like keep explaining yourself this shit was like a sexual awakening and like just like a musical like explosion at the same time i watched the there's like a vice documentary about the making of thong song and this is like as far as production this is one of the the story behind the production of this song is fucking incredible i mm -hmm. go on youtube watch this vice documentary on the making of thong song 
Cisco's a genius. Uh, the people who produced the beat for this ended up working with Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson loved Thong Song. So, you know, laugh at me okay. all you want. Thong Song put up, put numbers on the board. Okay. 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 And it, it, that was good points. I did watch that <laughs> YouTube documentary. I watched it. I saw it. Yes. The production behind it is amazing. Uh, I will say the video at the time was it was the biggest thing to ever it was like the biggest thing to ever come out everyone was like holy fuck what is this but one thing i will say you said cisco singing his heart okay this all right yes this, also this, this this is not a fact i, I, I do not slander cisco because cisco because this song is cool but it is the inferior song to uh what's this shit incomplete incomplete yeah oh Cisco's yeah greatest song ever and that's the one I haven't run back as much, but just I enjoy Thong Song so much unironically to this day. I can listen to Thong Song forever, and I probably will. I don't need to see this. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can stop this. I don't need to see this. Oh, I don't need to see this. Oh, LL was in the video? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we don't need to see this. Have you not seen this video? LL Cool J was in the video? I have, but I don't remember that LL Cool J was in it. Oh, good, no, good, no. Okay, all right, I think Big Show is in the remix. Big Show is in the remix. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, the big show was in the remix. All right, Foxy Brown. No, no, I gotta, I gotta see, okay, I gotta see that shit. I gotta, yeah. see, I gotta, I gotta find <laughs> that shit. Uje, find that. The big show's so, in the fucking remix. I didn't know it was a fucking remix. So Cisco was somewhere like, all right, what's your idea for the video? It's like a big party, lots of ladies. Hello, Cool J's there. Big show. Wait, wait. Rap man, <laughs> Method Man. Yeah. They're coming out the tour bus, smoke oh, coming out when you open the door. That, 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 that it was just like, oh, they smoke, they, they smoke weed. <laughs> you know, that, that, that song, I'm like, I remember one day I was at I was at my old job. Shout out to Hinge. They fired me, but I make more money now. Um <laughs> they, niggas got niggas got it though. Fuck you, but anyway. So uh I was at my old, <laughs> so I was at Hinge and I was chilling with my homegirl. Hannah Jabot, shout out to Hannah. If you, I don't know if she's gonna hear this, but she's probably doing some shit in Michigan. No, no, in Colorado, actually. But anyway, I'm sitting with her and her friends, and her friends had never seen this video. And we we're just like, what? So you have this 72 inch TV in the lounge, and we put on thong, we put on the video. And I didn't realize till I saw it through like younger eyes, this shit looks so, it's like, it's just ass, weed smoke random rapper this is the greatest and it's like i think there's like there's like flip phones in it there's like a weird like it might be one of those weird loading screens there's like that black there's the black light there's that cgi titty twerk cisco's yeah, running man. across people it's like and this and this was the greatest thing ever and they're just like what the fuck is this where's the big show where's the big show i think he's in the remix video okay okay Bad. Yeah. Also, there's a, a, a sign pr- Oh, he's doing like not the cartwheel. What's the other shit? He's, oh, yeah, running, he's doing flips and shit. He's doing like the Naruto run over all these women <laughs> at a certain point in the video. It's it's beautiful to behold, man. The rules there. Oh shit! Yeah. And then I do not know who those two are, but they got like a quick second. So I'm sure they were important in the year 2000. And I, th- I look at this. I look at this video, and I'm just like. This would be a this party seems like so much tension. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. Like it's being this like, is like, this is you, video screaming like MTV Spring Break. That's yeah, what this whole break, video is. Giving I used to off. watch yeah, I used to watch those MTV Spring Break shits. I was like, I don't want to be there. <laughs> it's just a bunch of sweaty people watching performers 
sweating doing their songs and then they leave and then like the people in the audience just continue to just sweat yeah and it's like and it's like they're all like 2021 20, insecure just yeah. like lost and lost in life no cell phones and also mtv's not letting y'all drink i want to believe that they were they were like there was some moral responsibility no, they, we're no, not no, gonna no, give no, y'all no, actual no, alcohol there was, no there was there was big controversy because uh, i remember like around like because I, 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 right, I was a huge nerd i used to watch like dateline with my parents like every friday and the one dateline they're talking about how alcohol companies during spring break they're they're doing things that are blatantly like you know they're underage kids there you are selling alcohol to kids and like i remember i think it was like bacardi or somebody they had like a book this bacardi like beach house where you'd walk in and there was a shower there were showers in it and where you could like walk in and just pour bacardi into your mouth Oh no, that's risky. Yeah, it's gonna be, no. That's why, yo. This is why I fucking. This is why all these zoomers and like kids that like underage kids, they're all pissed off. Cause they're all like, what you call it? Cause they're all like, spring break babies. Imagine that you're born like 2000, 2002 because your parents <laughs> fucked and like a, your parents fucked behind a dumpster and like a fucking. <laughs> like about uh, a dumpster at like what's you call it in Cabo San Lucas or whatever or something like that. <laughs> they, you know, your parents fucked while Eminem was on stage rapping with Dr. Dre. Oh, your dad never so- put down his giant drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your mom's your mom's your mom's just in there being a fucking republic. Your mom's a republican, but she but the whole thing. Like, mom, shut up. You were getting fingered while Dang. Kid Rock was singing "Ball to the Ball to Bang to Bang." Just, I do not want to know the songs that I was conceived to, dog. That's just, oh, I that's can't, too oh, I much. can't be. I can't be. Tra- I can't be trans. But just sitting there watching fucking Papa Roach. Get the fuck out of my face. I'll never accept you. It's like fuck you, Dad. You just listen to corn. <laughs> and look how crazy the remix video looks compared to the original. Like, I think the remix video might be. Dude, I never. Okay, I, I have better? never fucking seen. I have never seen this. That, I thought the oh, other one was I the have remix. never. I have never seen. Oh my god. Oh oh my god. This is this the video you saw? Or is this, was the first one? This is the remix. Uh, Dog, the original these, is the one. All, all the original is the one I saw first, and then this, this, this came It's later. all in slow motion. They all look. All of them look so. All of them look so horny. This also, shit is incredible. I think this what was on the, the sound. Yeah, I think this was oh. on the soundtrack to a uh, Nutty Professor too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Another thing about it, I think why is why the remix is better. I just noticed because it's Cisco featuring Foxy Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think when you have oh this is yeah, this is my issue. I think when I see songs like that, or I see videos like that, which is like mad dude. It's like mad chicks, and, like, three or four dudes. I always get uncomfortable because it means like oh all these girls. Are paying attention to these guys, and I just, I just feel like that'd be uncomfortable as hell to be sitting somewhere and like all these girls are just staring at you. Everyone's people, all these people are just staring at you, waiting to see what you're gonna do. Versus when I see videos, like when I saw like what's call it the song was it was it twerk? What was that? What was that? Uh, the city girl song with Cardi B on it. Oh yeah, twerk, twerk. That video looked way more fun because there was no niggas there. Mm-hmm. It was like, all women having a good time and shit. And I was just like, word, that sounds like a really fun time. Like, I'd, I'd like to see that happen. And I like to get a text from a girl who's at that thing being like, oh, shit, what are you doing? At, what are you doing later? Like, word, she's having a good time. She's going to come home. It's going to be dope. That video, the second video looked way better because it, like, it looked like women were having fun with each other. Versus the other one was like, women are having fun because a man is there. Mm. It has to be a weird environment to actually shoot. Because then, like, you have all these women fawning over you. And then, like, the director calls cut. And, like, I guess you just go to your trailer by yourself. 
I, I, I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm sure there's some story of like some like rapper or like R&B superstar or like a video with mad women and then him sleeping with maybe one or two of the women on that video shoot, which is like, yeah. it's, it's weird, yeah, fucked it up, just it's, yeah, use yeah. of power you know, in you know, that situation. You know, like, yeah. you know about Superhead? You know why Superhead became so popular? Why Karen, Karen Superhead Steffens became so popular? Because she was at a video one time, she was there and she's like, all these girls were there and they were all acting stuck up, but they're gonna be celebrities. And I just took my titties out. And next thing you know, the camera was on me the entire time. And Superhead, like she, like she, Superhead was that chick that she was fucking all these dudes, and she was with it, and like yeah. she built a whole career off of it. That's why also, you can. She doesn't really have like friends in the industry like that because all these other girls are just like we're here trying to like I'm a model or whatever. I'm trying to get my career going, and she's like I'm just gonna fuck all these guys till I get to the top, and she did, and she wrote she wrote like three books. Yeah, I only then know one. Engaged, then she got engaged to Bill Maher. She's engaged to Bill. Holy, she oh was, fuck, was, I forgot. She was, she was no, she's engaged to Bill Maher. I think she had a baby by Eddie Winslow. Nigga, what the fuck? Yo, <laughs> whoa, whoa! How you go from HBO to TGIF, my nigga? That's a step down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But well, I, go down. I think I to, oh, technically Bill Maher was on ABC for a while. I guess. No more was like that. I think no. I think they were, they were like engaged. It was a, it was a really That's weird thing. Wild. That tells me that he was doing so much. I guarantee you, like they were engaged because he would just talk to her. He would talk to her, and she would tell him how smart he was. And, and he was, was just it. being like, "Yeah, I, I'm in love with you." Yeah, because she was like, "You're a genius," and he's like, "Yeah, I got this." And I'm like, "Bro, her being in love with you, she was in love with Ja Rule, dog." Like, she was no, she was actually like she was like she was so like Ja Rule got a lot of hate, but in, in her book. The way she described that nigga, I was like, yo, John Rule was the man for a little while. Cause she was no, like John Rule was winning shit until 50 decided no more. That's literally like, you know, victory history is written by the winners. So obviously 50 has completely just sullied his reputation at this point. Okay. Well, but ja Rule, at the well, time, John Rule had mad hits. Oh, John Rule, because this one this is what happened with John Rule. I've watched because I know like you. Yo, let's play let's play some let's play some John Rule hits. Let's play. Holla holla. Well, let's play some shit off of Vinny Vinny Beachy or Pain is Love or 316. Let's play any song from that era. That's peak Ja Rule shit. But uh, Ja Rule's thing was that he was rapping, but he had a grooves in a group with Jay Z and DMX. Mm -hmm. And that was Murder Inc. That was the original Murder Inc. Yeah. But then uh, Jay Z and DMX had a crazy rivalry everyone talks about Nas versus Jay-Z Nas versus Jay-Z Nas versus Jay-Z was just it was a bigger deal because it was just like not Jay-Z like a very public thing but Nas and DMX had a huge beef no not DMX and Jay-Z had a huge beef not a huge beef but they just like came in a room together because they were so competitive and also Jay-Z yeah. could never compete with the, he could never compete with DMX at DMX's peak he was unstoppable so Murder Inc breaks up and Irv Gotti takes the name, makes it a label, and then makes Ja Rule his pet project. And ja, a lot of Ja Rule shit was just him being DMX. <laughs> just a soft, you know, you know ja Rule soft, was soft DMX. DMX. Ja Rule wasn't barking on every track, so he wasn't barking. He was like, yeah, Ja Rule. Whatever, all he, all he did was get make his voice like raspy when he would sing songs and shit. Yeah, DMX was a better singer than Ja Rule too, by the way, in my opinion. Yeah, DMX because. Because like, because Ja was like, Ja took some elements from DMX. 
DMX was an actual like crazy. DMX is like a jail nigga. Like, no, DMX is like not jail nigga. DMX is like a prison nigga. DMX was like a stick up kid. He literally yeah. raps about robbing niggas like all exactly. the time. Like yeah, like Ja Rule is like Ja Rule's nigga. That's like a, this is like a county jail nigga. It's like all right, you're still you're still incarcerated, but it's not the same. Yeah, I can easily hear DMX on New York now that you mentioned that too. Yeah, you can know, think about think about every every almost every uh Jaro song DMX could do. That's crazy. Or even like uh what's it called? The song Can I Get a with a uh a Mill Jay Z DMX. No, no Jaro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could replace Jaro's whole verse with DMX. Jaro's but DMX career, and, DMX and DMX and Jay Z had tension because Jay Z Jay Z always had tension. Jay Z always had tension with his competition. Yeah, Jay Z and Jay Z. When you put yourself as like the superstar, and then other niggas are clearly more of a superstar than you at the time. Yeah, there's gonna be some tension there. Yeah, Jay and Nas. It was definitely personal. Yeah, it wasn't Jay-Z. about who's the bigger star. It was about some personal shit. Whereas, like you're saying, Jay Z and DMX, Jay Z and Drake, a little bit, even Jay-Z though it was and, never a Jay-Z beef. Jay Z and Cam. Jay Z and Cam. Yeah. Jay Z and Cameron. Jay Z and. Lil Wayne has some ten- had a weird tension for a second. Jay Z just doesn't like when yeah, niggas are good. He doesn't like when niggas are good, bro. Yeah, I remember. At, okay, at Hinge, there's this dog. One like all the all the people brought dogs to Hinge. They brought they brought their dogs to Hinge because they were white. And um, but there like a couple dogs that were owned by like minorities that were always super cool. And one day, um, actually, I ever you ever work somewhere where people bring their dogs to work? Uh, sometimes, oh, I <laughs> sometimes I have to help like bring a dog into the building through the freight elevator. You ever have a dog like you ever have someone in their dog's work and they just and you're like the only black person on the floor and the dog is just barking at you and nobody else? Yo, yes, I used to and have a job. Just like, oh, well, it's because the, 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 like I'm like your dog doesn't know niggas. That's Son, the I would go to this place at this old job I used to have where I would just like drop shit off sometimes, and I would be there at this specific location with the same dog, like semi-frequently. So at a certain point you think, oh, he would like, the dog would recognize me or the owners would like tell their dog, oh no, like he's one of the good ones. Like that's racist, but at least like, let the, like at least let me <laughs> yeah, walk by something. peacefully. Like don't you just th- let that nigga bark at me. You think, you think there was some other black guy that the dog was nice to thinking it was you? Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I know him. He's been around here before. <laughs> like we have the same scent. Let's be like, oh, <laughs> hold on. So anyway, anyway, this one dog I fuck with, his name was Ritter. Ritter was great. Ritter was cool. Ritter was like my favorite dog because he was so chill. But Ritter's thing was that like if there was another dog, if there's another male dog there, his whole energy would like switch and he try to he try to dominate the room. And I feel like that's like I feel like that's like that's like hope. That's like yeah. a lot of people like it's like I think hope is like you know I'm cool until somebody somebody I deem a threat is in the room and then yeah. at that point I have to be the best enter 50 again remember that summer jam shit where jay said i'm about dollars who the Dude, fuck is 50, 50 cent? cent well that's no that that was because because that was because it, you, you 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 i guess you watched the beef dvds the BVD, oh absolutely yes yeah, I'm, 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 I, after, this is where after, i know all this shit from pretty yes, much after this podcast is over i'm gonna stream them on my tv i'm gonna fall asleep and i'm gonna wake up to random beefs like fucking <laughs> ti versus little flip i'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up watching that anyway <laughs> That when that shit dropped, every like, because I think Jay Z was like, I, I Jay Z did that because every rapper mentioned was fucking furious, 
I feel like Jay Z had to see, had to say something. Was this during How to Rob days? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's why it was. It was, it was, mm. it was after How to Rob. So I remember, you remember, you remember Fifty telling the story. Fifty was just like Jay Z saw me, was like that song was dope, but I gotta get you real quick. That's literally what it was. Jay Z hates when niggas are good, bro. He will literally just like sun you real quick and then go about his day. Mm-hmm. That's how Jay tends to approach other rappers who he deems a threat. But the only rapper I haven't, well, maybe not the only rapper, but Kendrick. I've never seen Jay approach Kendrick that way. And I don't know if it's because Jay super respects Kendrick or if he deep down fears that Kendrick could just wash him. Oh, I don't know. I think, I, think, I think everybody's really afraid of Kendrick. There's only okay. one, per- there's one person that's not afraid of Kendrick. And this is one person that I give all the credit to. And I'm going to say his name. Most people are like, what the fuck? But the only person that's had a really good rivalry with Kendrick Lamar, in my opinion, is Big Sean. Oh, because and I think because everyone says Big Sean is whack. He's corny. And yeah, he's kind of corny. And he has he can rap though. He can write. He can, rap, he can really rap. Yeah, he, he has. he have a corny bar. He have, still have some corny ass bars. And I like but, some Big Sean albums. I, I decided like, good album. Uh, yeah, Detroit exactly. Two really Detroit good. Two was great. Uh, Dark Sky Paradise is amazing. But what was crazy is uh, I think. There's a, I, I forget what it was. Kendrick had a song where he was he was dissing somebody. Is this you know? the hurt part four? Yeah, exactly. He's okay. dissing Big Sean the entire time. Yeah, but then Big Sean, he didn't really entertain this because one, he yeah, was through like his. Well, he did. Look, because control. Everyone remembers the control. The control verse by Kendrick. Yeah, that's Big Sean's song, and then. Holy no, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it is technically. After that happened, after that fucking happened. My uh, nigga, Jay Electronica is on that song. No one gives a fuck. It's all about Kendrick on Control. Oh, that's his song. I thought, I thought that was. I thought Control was Big Sean and. Uh... Oh no, no, it's Big Sean, Kendrick, and Jay Electronica. Oh, but I'm yeah. saying that after what Kendrick did, no one gives a fuck yeah. that Jay Electronica is on the song. You ever heard the song "Holy Key" off of uh, Khaled's last good album? Major Key, yes. Yeah, Holy Key. Is Big Sean and Kendrick rapping, and you can hear Big Sean rapping as hard as he fuck. Because in Kendrick, I think Kendrick respects, and this is Big Sean because he's like, that's the only person that'll stand out to me. I will out rap him, but he's the only person that'll stand out to me. Yeah, that actually him, and then also Gunplay. Wait, Gunplay and Kendrick had it? Had no, no, not beef, but Gunplay. Tension? But Gun, no, they didn't have tension. But Gunplay. Oh, as far as like standing up. Gunplay's not intimidated by Kendrick. Got you. Remember cartoons and cereal? That's okay. I'm, I'm, I haven't. I've never heard that song. I haven't. Or Power Circle off MMG Two. Back when fucking man, I feel old as fuck. Because listen, I know who Gunplay is, but I don't really listen to. I don't really listen to Rick Ross like that, so I don't really listen to any of the MMG niggas like that. And it's not. It's just. I've listened to like a couple of Rick Ross albums, like I've really enjoyed a couple of them, like Teflon Don, it was like fucking amazing, and like yeah. uh, God Forgives, I don't, which I also really enjoyed. But yeah, I could never truly get into Rick Ross. Port of Miami too, yeah. I thought was all right. You know? yeah, that's because no, that's because I because I'll say I'll admit it, Rick Ross is great, but every song kind of becomes like the same. Like it's the same thing. Actually, it, you know, every you know, every album is basically the same. What I'd like to see is Rick Ross and Groundhog Day. Because because of, of that, it's that it's the idea of Rick Ross. Because every album is the same. It's like the production has to be really fucking good 
to make Rick Ross sound like he's going fucking in on a song. Like, 16 with Andre 3000, that song is so fucking, like, immaculately just made. And you got fucking Andre playing guitar on that motherfucker. It's like, and then Rick... No, 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 Andre guitar part. I could, I could, you, you, you could leave that shit out. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay. But the song is so good that you can just throw shit like that in there. And that's how good the song is. His guitar play was so accurate. That's just like, how do I explain that? And also, the song 16 starts for like the first two minutes of the song is just the beat. It is so beautiful, man. That's like the production of the Rick Ross song has to be like, amazing for me to really get into it and rick oh, ross yeah, albums yeah, outside of teflon don which i think is his best album doesn't really have he just has like he just has what you call super it. like ear grabby production to me yeah, even yeah. though he is about he has a good ear for beats oh, he, does, like, no, he has, no, he, has, he, has, he, has, he, has a, he has an immaculate ear for beats and it's great mm-hmm. i'm sorry i just got caught up like thinking of rick ross and the and, uh, what's he call it and groundhog day just being like an angry weatherman <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been on Atlanta yet. Like Migos has been in Atlanta, but not Rick Ross. That's kind of interesting to me. Like, Season three, I'm sure he'll. Weatherman, weatherman Rick Ross. Can <laughs> <laughs> you please, like, Nick? Can you please hold, hold it down? If you oh, all right, it's gonna rain. <laughs> Make sure you got your designer glasses. <laughs> Some glasses that won't fog up. Speaking of fog, if you live near a body of water, make sure your vision's clear when you're trying to land the leer. Back to you, Jake. I want him to do the weather now. Rick Ross, do the weather over any of his beats? Dog, right, it's going to be tricky. I'm going to want you to try this. You've seen Groundhog Day, right? Mm-hmm. Can you beat Rick Ross as Bill Murray in Groundhog Day? Uh, Remember, like, just like, not do, do lines, but just like the character. <laughs> Damn, they playing I Got You Babe on the clock radio again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've been here before. <laughs> do one day, do a couple more. <laughs> there it is, there it is. That's all. That's oh, all. That's all I wanted. That's why we have the fucking Twilight Live request. Where else are you gonna hear Rick Ross and Groundhog? Oh, like, listen, if Rick Ross can be in Coming to America, he can be in Atlanta. I'm that shit was atrocious. <laughs> but he, his African accent, like, it took oh. him like a minute and a half to say uh. one line. I mean, they shot it at his mansion, so that's yeah. exactly what happened. Right. If, if you want a cameo, if you want to rent it out, I let you rent it out. <laughs> but I gotta be in the in the movie. <laughs> Speaking row. Yo. <laughs> and they're just like, all right, shit. I wanna I wanna be in the scene with Eddie. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll give you Wesley. We'll give you Wesley. Dude, We're not gonna give you Eddie. Like, a legend's right. a legend, I take you. The producer in the back, like, okay, we can do it, we can do it at his house. We can do it at his house, we can do it at Chris Brown's house. We can do it at Chris Brown's house, he won't let us leave. So uh, <laughs> uh Prince Azizi is something I forgot what the fuck his line was, but he 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 had a line. You know what I'm most upset about the fact that he has hair now. Like he wasn't walking around here bald (laughs) for the beginning of his career. Where did all that hair? Because if you had it the whole time, then you need to address that first. 
He's got ways. Never discussed it. Never, Man, never no. mentioned it. You need to tell us who you went to, how you got it back, because <laughs> some of us need to know. Rick Ross was fat nigga representation. Rick Ross was bald nigga representation. Now he has hair, and he's not as yeah. fat as he once was. He's like, he's like, honestly, honestly, he's honestly, honestly I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like, and like, I mean, I get, like, I, uh, why did you, why did you lose, why did you lose weight so, so you don't, so you don't have to, so you don't, you don't have another seizure on a plane? Ooh, okay. <laughs> you just can't get healthy. Yeah, no, because it was like, because it was premiere. Like, I am a guy selling cocaine. I am the plug. Right. Rapping about crab meats. He said, now I'm in the sweet eat unlimited crab meats. And now it's just like, he's all extra healthy. I'll say this, man. Rick Ross with hair, he's not going to jump out of his car and then jump off a bridge because a cop pulled him over for smoking weed. Rick Ross with hair is not going to do that. Oh, y'all yeah. remember that video? I remember that video. But Rick Ross yeah. also with it. Rick Ross with hair and he has glasses. I'm like, like, He's getting older. <laughs> I know, but it's no, yeah, I know, but it's just like I hate that. That's, that's the thing I hate. You know Nick, when the niggas Nick, doing do well. Rick Ross at the at the glasses shop, or do Rick Ross getting an eye exam? I I think one is better than two. <laughs> I'll go back to one. Okay, I can't really tell the difference. All right, three. This is three. And this is four. Spectacles helping my vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want transitional lenses <laughs> for both of my lenses. You can always bar, You can always tell a nigga is doing well when he starts wearing glasses oh, out of nowhere. Yeah, that's like that's the key sign of niggas getting money. Jay Z wears glasses sometimes, man. Yeah. So no, when they, when a nigga starts wearing glasses, he's getting some money. Yeah, I mean, I've been wearing glasses since I was six. I was exactly then, niggas, but, niggas, you know. niggas, no, niggas hated. But if you didn't wear, if you didn't wear glasses this entire time, then you got glasses one day. Niggas, but like, yo, what job you get, bro? <laughs> you got a job, shit. Because <laughs> I see everybody in there. Because people, like, oh my god, what is it? Four eyes, da da da. And it's like you see them get money, they get glasses immediately, and they're just way happy. Uh, yeah, I can, they can see, see, nigga, because they can see. <laughs> yeah, I can see everything. I have twenty. This, that, this is what vision looks like for real. I got to squint all the time. <laughs> Yo, I had astigmatism this whole time. Right? One of my coworkers gave me like eyeglass cleaner spray, dude. Yeah. That shit changed my life. As soon oh my as god, I good, good glass, good glasses cleaner. Oh shit, yes. that shit, man. You know those old Claritin commercials where you used to be like, oh, this is my life before Claritin, and it'd be like all hazy and shit? <laughs> That's how I feel. And it's like it's like watching a movie and like, it's like watching a YouTube video, and it goes, you, you see it's in 480p, and you see it's like a 1080 option, and, like, and you click on it, like, oh shit, it's everything is so clear. Yeah, some shit's not meant to be viewed in 1080p. Imagine tip drill in 1080p. That shit would be amazing, what the fuck you mean? Really? Okay, play I that, mean. Play that, shit, play, that shit in four, play that shit in 4K. Cause I want, I want to, but play that shit in 8K. I want to see the credit card get sweaty. I want to be able to make out the numbers. Yeah, oh, I want to see the credit card get sweaty. Son. I remember Nelly talking about that. She like, listen, she asked me to do it. Like, she asked me to swipe the credit card through her ass. I didn't just do it. She asked me to. I was. I remember. I remember. But I also remember. I remember how Chip did was like that. There was so much backlash, all that shit. But at the same time, it was kind of like, first of all. The song itself wasn't good. Yeah. That was because the St. Lunatics were bad. Except besides Murphy Lee, everyone Who else. Who was the nigga with the mask? I never knew that nigga. Slowdown. His name was Slowdown? Okay. Today I was Slowdown. Gotcha. And then there's like Kiwad, and then there's like Ali. It was like 
them niggas, like, I'm sorry, the Saint Lunatics, they were just a bad group. The Saint Lunatics were not the dynasty, bro. Like, the Saint Lunatics is not compared to Beanie Siegel alone. Yeah, that's Beanie that's... Siegel alone could wash all the Saint Lunatics, like, yeah, as far Beanie as like Siegel. just music and rap. I'm bro. still like really afraid of Beanie Siegel. You ever watch uh, this my, my favorite documentary? I mention it all the time, but uh, backstage at the Hard Not Life tour. I've actually never seen that, no. Oh, this Beanie Seagulls is in it, and he's just, like, beating people up for fun. <laughs> like, Beanie Seagulls. He's beating up people, like, on, on tour and again? He's, like, he's, like, he's, just, he's, like, he's, like, punching his friends in the kidney. <laughs> oh, but, like, in a playful way. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it, it's playful, but it's, like, he's hitting these niggas hard as fuck. I think it's playful to him. <laughs> he's the only one playing. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one playing. It's, like, what the fuck? Beanie Siegel is that nigga in high school who would just punch his nigga in the chest for no reason and just be like, "Ah, I got you." I'm like, <laughs> he no, got... no, he's, that, he's, he's that nigga that's always like fake fighting, like dog. I can't yeah. even right. fight You're doing fights on one player mode. It's like, let me get some hits in, please. Yeah, just, Why don't my I, controls work? I actually oh interviewed Beanie Siegel in college. You did? Yeah, in college. Was it, was it dangerous? <laughs> nah, it was. It was over the phone. It was before. It was right after he came out of jail, and he had that song with R. Kelly. I think like uh, he, it was like his rock uh, reunion album. I forget. I think what is it? The Beco- not the becoming or it's something. Had I don't know, becoming. I think was becoming before or after. No, no, that was the becoming. No, the becoming before. before. That was before. Yeah, whatever album came after that. Um, I interviewed him on his press run. It was over the phone though, but I did meet him in person for the uh, album signing. I mean, oh, he was right. chill as far as I could tell, but it's a whole nother thing as far as like Philadelphia culture and his role within it. But um, he's a dope MC, but uh, I didn't feel scared or anything. But, you know, Philly itself is like more scary than Beans. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. I, I agree with that. Also, I, also, I'm talking about Beans Eagle, man. Feel It in the Air is one of my favorite songs ever. That's a dope song. That song is that's such a great song about anxiety, dog. That shit. Or even like, what else? I oh, loved him game. on, I loved him. This is a feature, but I loved him on Keep Dealing. Keep dealing. After he got shot, yeah. His voice mm-hmm. sounds even grimier now. Though. His voice sounds so goddamn grimy. Yeah. And was, this, I got sax. It was like, I always felt like Beanie was a, you know, Beanie's a really good rapper. Beanie's always mm-hmm. been a good rapper. Jay Z used to talk about how great Beanie was all the fucking time. And then we got to watch him get disrespected. And then we got like sucker punched by Meek Mill's people. And I'm like, damn, bro. I mean, Beanie, I, feel I, like, know I, was, I, was, I know I said I was afraid of you, but if you want to come on the podcast and holler at me, talk to me, bro. Yeah, uh, like we like, we love you. We love, we love you. We man. love like I love you. I love Beanie Siegel. And also, I know you got there's that one video you got too close to Petey Crack and almost kissed him like three times. I remember that, but it's all we, we passed that, bro. That nigga, that nigga was Puerto Rican. He was pretty as fuck. I get it. He was probably an ex-tier some shit. It happens, dog. It happens. Sometimes you know what I mean? Fuck it. You a, jail, you, you a whole jail nigga. That nigga's mad pretty. His hair's mad wavy and shit. You would probably just like, oh shit. See, that's a good excuse, but. Then I think about like other rap niggas who kissed, and the, the, I, my number one thought always goes to like Birdman and Lil Wayne. Oh, that's which is, different. But then that's, that's like quasi incestuous, also. I wouldn't say it's probably, they could say, oh, it's a respect thing, but also it's like. Oh, it's not. It's not? I respect I respect my niggas. I'm not kissing, I'm not kissing Nick on the mouth. Yeah, I'm not I doing that either, but. I don't know what part of respect. Nobody <laughs> ever taught me that. I don't know. I, I don't understand. That's weird. That's really weird. But I just remember on 106 in Park, <laughs> baby was like, "I'm the only one he kissing," and everyone's like, "What are you talking?" 
Imagine Yo, respecting someone video? so much, you want to kiss them. That's you ever seen that video of fucking? Uh, it's at it's at a concert. It's at an old cat oh, yeah. concert. <laughs> Wait, say that again. A video oh, where? The, oh, Duce, if you can find this video, <laughs> it's like it's, it's at this old cash money concert, right? Where like baby's like, I fuck with niggas too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that video. I remember. I remember like, nah, remember. nah, nah. I feel you know, like, that girl, that girl, that girl, fine hell. He's like, nah. Playboy been rocked with me all night. Bring him on stage and bring him on stage. Bring him on stage. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> There's too many niggas up there. I fuck with niggas too. I fuck with niggas too. Yeah. Also, these niggas, also these niggas was icy as fuck. No, 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 For, play, sure. No, no. For sure. Bring up, bring up, bring up, you know, that video crazy. Press play on that shit. Y'all hear this? Yeah. Turn to the devil the war. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's just like, I feel weird. Like, what do you think? What are these things gonna do? It's so fucking funny, yo. Like, no women. He was like, he's like, nah, son. We gonna just have it's like dudes rock. He said dudes rock. Birdman said dudes rock and just had all the dudes come on stage. Just imagine y'all like all cash money's backstage afterwards. <laughs> and, then, and then like juvenile's like, who's this? It's like the baby told him to come back okay, here. Now I'm worried about the women on stage because like none of these niggas were vetted. So <laughs> he just said, Come on up here. Now, you know, you know. And then juveniles like, I like her, I like her, I like her. Yeah, at least the, the girls up there, like, you know, you know, they're doing their thing. Where, where also, where, where do all the niggas go? Did they, did they bring any of the niggas? Did they bring any of the niggas up? I think, I think maybe security or whoever was like, no, no, not, no, no man. This is, <laughs> like, I can't baby. imagine. I can't imagine ever doing like a stand-up show and being like, nah, these niggas over here, they be fucking with me all night. This nigga been laughing all night. Come up here, man. I fuck with niggas too. Come up here, y'all. <laughs> and awkwardly stand there and watch me tell this next joke. I went to a T-Pain concert. I went to an acoustic T-Pain concert a few years ago. And it was this nigga and this kid in the front row who was sitting there. And like T-Pain was like, yo, man, you've been singing like all my songs all night. What's good? And he was just like, the guy was like, oh, I'm your biggest fan. Oh, you're big, biggest fan. So he brought him on stage and he sang to him, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it was super dope. Mm -hmm. uh, this nigga, I was talking to his mom and some shit. <laughs> okay. I get it. You, couldn't, like, you, can't, you can't mute, you can't mute uh -huh. the camera. <laughs> Yo, Otto, where are you from, bro? Well, I'm from East New York. So Where's your, where's your, where's your family from? Oh, mom's side. Uh... <laughs> Okay. Mom's side, Guatemala, dad's side, Honduras. Oh, so, where is I got the vibe. I got the vibe. Yeah. Just like so I saw your mom talking to and I was just like, yeah, this nigga got immigrant parents. I know the Yes, dog. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give one fuck. They don't give a solitary <laughs> fuck. Have a whole conversation. You can see they have a whole conversation. And I told them. Shit is. Now that's real. Yeah. 
Wait, let me uh, close the door real quick. Then also, the immigrant parents don't give a fuck about closing doors. Either. I was gonna say, like, what is the door? Yeah, gonna what's, do? that gonna, what's that gonna do? <laughs> Except make her worry. Oh god! Shout out to immigrant parents. Immigrant parents let you live, let you live at home, so you're like 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also that situation, like the cable's down for some reason. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so you gotta handle yeah. it. <laughs> you gotta figure out this shit. Actually, I don't even know if that was the call. I just said, yo, it's they need to confirm it's you. And I'm like, fuck it, it's me. And then I just gave the phone back. I have no idea what I consented to, but fuck it. I'm doing TLR, baby. I need I need all my attention on the right shit. I don't give a fuck who's on the line. But yeah. I'm not trying to stay here till I'm 35, though. Fuck out of here. No. I want that on the record. <laughs> that that's not, that Nas song, Second Childhood. Yeah. Every time I hear mm. that shit, I'm like, oh, God damn it. Living at home, I've been there. Living at home for a while, man. That shit. And then you move out and you realize all the shit that you just took advantage of. I remember I moved out and then I was like, I have to buy spices? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is uh anyway, I want to say this is this is the next part of the podcast. We talked about all the shit. Tell me what's going on in your life, baby boy, and I'll give you a song based off what you play for me. Man, well, two things. I wanna quit my job eventually. As far as jobs go, it's definitely I would say the chillest job which is weird but it's 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 decent it's still time consuming as fuck and it's full-time and i'm like i don't need to do full-time work right now but also i do plan on moving out at some point getting my own place just because after sitting at home with my folks every day during the whole pandemic it's like you know and i'm about to be 29 and that's almost 30 so i'm like yeah i gotta get out of here before then yeah, you got to, bro. I get that. Basically, what you're saying is like you're trying to be upwardly mobile. You know I'm trying I'm to, saying? you know, strike out on my own. You know what I mean? Exactly. You gotta do that shit. I'm trying to just sit out. somewhere for a minute by myself and try to like get shit popping, basically. Oh, bro. All right, I got you. Now, um, I think what you're talking about is just natural progression because you know. Immigrant household. I said before, immigrant household. You live there till you're 35 and shit. And with that, with that, with that being said, it means that like, so whenever you move out, it still is like you're still a young. You're still young for like you know, for 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 our cultures and shit. Oh, it's still at a young age. Moving out at 29, 30, whatever. I did the same thing. I finally, I finally left home when I was like 20. I think 28, 29. No, 29. Yeah, I finally moved out, and it was like this whole brand new thing. And I was just like, damn, I'm out into the world. I'm this whole new person. And yeah, you might be like, oh, I moved out when I was 18, 19. So yeah, but still, so this is still new for you and it's scary, but also what's going to be great is that you have this older experience of just being like an adult. You've been an adult for a while now. So you're not like as impressionable and like, you're not going to fall for bullshit, like loans and shit like that. So like, I think right now it's time for you to venture out and get shit cracking. And usually I would say like we need to have more patience and have more just like kindness towards ourselves. But at this point, you know what you're doing. You know what you gotta do. And right now you have a mission. And you gotta stay on that mission. And you gotta be focused. And this is why like, and I say this all the time, when I think about focus, when I think about, you know, making shit happen, I think about 
a snare drum. I think about a snare. The, the snare always goes. The snare always goes crazy. And we talked about Lil Yachty and shit. Lil Yachty's album in Detroit. We talk about how Detroit. Why I love Detroit rappers and why 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 shit with Michigan works is because they, they they pronounce every single syllable and that has that same sort of like sharpness and same sort of like you know rush as a snare drum. So for that, I think you should listen to this song from a group a group from Philly uh, and featuring a guy from Philly as well. Uh, can you bring up? Usha, can you bring up Hard Times by John Legend featuring The Roots off the Wake Up album? Because if you need to get your shit together, this is the album to do it. Why did I know it was going to be The Roots as soon as you said it's a group from Philly? And I'm like, well, that's yeah, the only there's group there's from there's Philly there's I know. Only, there's only one way I'm doing it. Let me turn my speaker up. So I yeah, can turn your speaker up. Listen, listen to this shit. Yes, and it's just like... And in, in, in this song, niggas going through some realer shit than you. You're not fucking eating spam at Oreos. Well, maybe you, know, you might be. You're dirty for But still, I'm, it's like I'm not eating spam for the record. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, imagine, <laughs> wait for it. Imagine waking up to this shit. Wait for it. You can feel it. You can feel it. We got it's like, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Oh. Go find an apartment. You can tell that job, hey, it's cool, but fuck you. I don't need this shit no more. I got other shit to do. I got goals. I got dreams. I'm gonna move out. Yeah, bro. Feel it. Cold, cold eyes upon me, they stand. Yeah, God damn. People are Back when John Legend was really John Legend out here, though. Yeah, but- what you mean? Wait, 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 wait. Is John Legend no longer John Legend? I mean, is John Legend is John Legend singing on shit like this anymore? I think so. I don't know. You listen ever to since, his last project. Ever since he dropped all of me, he's been like like a Maroon Five type artist where we just drop oh. like kids singles, but you don't really care about the album anymore. That's a take. Uh, and I've listened to, unfortunately, I've listened to more Maroon 5 than I wanted to, than I have John Legend songs, but... I, I can see that. As far as, like, they're both just, he's still huge. He's a fucking EGOT, for crying out loud, but as far as just John Legend's solo music, I don't know if it hits, like, it, like it used to. I'll even take Greenlight John Legend back. That's all. No, that's no, dope. hey. I like that song. What was it? Uh, which movie was? It? I think it's like Think Like a Man, where they use that song like eighty-two times. Every time there was an outdoor scene or something, give me a degree. It's like why? We just <laughs> went from inside to outside. <laughs> yeah, talking about you going through some hard times, bro. It's fine. It'll be okay. Cause also in the day too, it's like you still have a fa- you still have a family behind you. Your family's in this city. You have parents that care about you and shit. And as I said before, parents might not understand privacy. They might not understand like, depression. They might not understand all. Immigrant parents might not understand pre- depression, privacy, none of that. But they will let you live at home to be 39 and a half years old without it. Like you, you, you can get married. You can move here. You can say, hey, mom, I got married. I'm moving my, I'm moving my wife into my room. They're like, okay. You can get, you can have a whole like, yo. You can live in like, yo. They'll give you that. They'll eventually, they'll just give you the house. <laughs> I 
So yeah, bro. Just like get all your shit. Yeah. But if this if this feels too aggressive, because you know what I mean, I, I get it. This could be like it's it's a lot. I'm putting a lot. I'm putting pressure on it, nigga. This could be too aggressive. I got some backups for you too. I mean, listen, dog. Mean. The more I talk about it, the more I'm gonna do it. It's like manifesting, yeah. right? Like I like I gotta say this shit out loud. Speak it into you. Speak it into the universe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would say also with that. You would uh, listen to by my nigga, my one of my favorite Detroit niggas, one of my favorite Michigan niggas, my nigga Payroll Giovanni, right? And this producer named Cardo. We all know Cardo. We know, we know what it's about. You can go to fucking In Me, Not On Me. This is my favorite song in 2019, no, 2018, rather. When I was moving out, when I moved out here, I think, shit, the anniversary of me moving to New York is in a couple of days. And this is the shit that Wait, I you to. moved here in 2019. Yeah. Why does that seem like forever ago now? God damn. Yeah, because yeah, cause, yeah. I moved out here in 2019. I met you like a month and a half later at Phil's in Bushwick. Okay. Yes. Okay. I remember that. Turn this shit. Turn this shit up. Oh my god. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. This makes me want to do some shit. I want to go out and get some more fucking money. It's just a new age Being gossip in me It seems like a new wave Well I've been hustling my face Due for a new shave But I'ma hit my quota In less than two days Been a hard grinder Since a small time And every time you niggas Always yes. you getting all timers I don't let them fall by it's Yes Think about this shit Think about all you should be Think about all you about to do I got my game from the blocks And all this shit Finance the chain in the drop This rap shit easy I used to maintain a spot Yes Set up shop like a pop-up shop A few blocks for Hear that Detroit shit? You can hear every goddamn word they're saying. <laughs> Detroit. From Detroit. Yo, this song, I like this shit. I like this shit. Yes. I like hard times too, but this nigga's spitting right now. Modest. Honest. Honest. Yeah. Comments. Yes, you hear this. You, you hear every fucking syllable. That's Detroit. That's why Eminem is so strong because you hear because you can hear everything. <laughs> Avenue. Yes. Camera phone. Yes. Yes. It's coming. Coming. It's coming. Right here. I was stationed. Moving plays. Just, ah, that's everything. All right. What's this dude's name? Payroll Giovanni. Payroll Giovanni and Cardo. They have, they have, they have, a play, they have this, uh, what's it called? Mixtape series called Big Bossin. It's super dope. But yo. uh about to write this shit down, nigga. Yeah, write this shit down. Oh. It's gonna be fire. It's super, it's super dope. We're gonna like this shit. And um, damn, bro. Uh, Right now, unfortunately, 
my my computer is dying. So we gotta wrap. We gotta we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. But you. Oh no. I know your shit didn't just die as soon as you said that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ain't having charged? In- this oh. nigga is frozen <laughs> right now, dog. Oh, God. I mean, I guess he did warn us in a way. He did. It's not really a warning if it if it happens like as soon as you finish talking. Yeah. How late did this computer let him know? <laughs> like, oh, he, oh, he's coming back. He's coming okay. back. Okay. Yo, sorry about that. My computer just died. This <laughs> Luckily, we're going to wrap it up here. It's not the same. Quality's dipped. But you gotta change the man. first. You gotta change the first Tawanda's name to R.I.P. Tawanda Ghana, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty one. That's your in memoriam Zoom image. Yeah, no worry. We're gonna, we're gonna put we're gonna put an ad right there. <laughs> but um, all right. So yo, Otto, just tell me and tell us where people can find you online. Oh yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at Otto Fernandez. I'm on Instagram at Otto underscore Fernandez. But the word underscore, you got to like spell that out. So it's the word underscore. Excellent. All right. All right. We're doing that. We're doing that. Yeah. I never <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, this has been another episode of Tawanda's Live Request. Thank y'all for tuning in. Otto, thanks for coming. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank y'all you. for having me, man. This shit is yeah, of course. super fun. Yes. Until next time. That's it. I will see y'all. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know. Help us grab your song. Turn the volume up. I suggest.